0: Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Depending on when you listen to this particular study, you may or may not know that we have taken a two-week pause. I mention this because some may want to go back and revisit the previous podcast to see the context for this study. Today on Drawing Near, we return to chapter 4 of Hebrews and resume our study that encourages believers to enter into God's rest. This is done by faith that results in submissive obedience. Philippians chapter 2 presents Jesus as the pattern. Jesus has perfectly entered into that rest let's pick up where we left off. Let's open our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 4 and study the Word of God. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we come before you today to study your Word, we enjoy a fellowship with you that is provided for us through Jesus Christ. And our knowledge of Jesus Christ and what he's done for us in redeeming us and saving us and sanctifying us, That knowledge comes from your word. And as we study this passage, I pray that you would give us insight and understanding into the truth of your word about your word. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. As we begin our study today, let's begin by reading Hebrews chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. There we read, Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest lest anyone fall into the same example of disobedience. For the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open to the eyes of him, to whom we must give account. If you notice in this passage of Scripture— there are truths about the Word of God in verses 12 and 13 that stand alone. But in this passage, in this chapter, in this book, they are given to us based on what was said before verse 12. And so in verse 11, we're told, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest. We are encouraged to enter the rest that has previously been discussed, that the Hebrew people who having been delivered out of Egypt, were unable to enter into that rest because they did not have faith in God. They did not listen to God and obey, and therefore they had no living faith. As we are being encouraged to diligently enter into the rest, we are warned lest anyone should fall according to the same example of disobedience. So there's an encouragement to enter into the rest because there's a problem There's a danger if we do not. And then verse 12, as it talks about the word of God, helps us to explain what the danger is. So what is the danger of being disobedient or unfaithful to God, not entering into this rest? Well, verse 12 tells us, for the word of God is living and powerful. The word of God is the reason why we need to diligently pursue entering into the rest of God. Because the Word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, it pierces even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Word of God, the Word that goes forth from God, is intended to accomplish in our lives what God wants it to accomplish. And when we do not respond in faith to the Word of God, His spoken Word, His written Word, Jesus Christ as His Word incarnate, if we do not respond by faith and obedience, then we do not enter that rest, and the Word of God exposes us. We are seen for what we truly are. It doesn't matter if we think we are right with God. It only matters what God knows we are supposed to conform to the truths of God's Word. God's Word is the standard. God's Word has gone forth into all the world and has declared His mighty truths, His will. We must be diligent to enter into that place in a relationship with God where we trust Him and obey Him and therefore are at rest, are at peace. We have ceased our labor against the things of this world and against God. Notice what it says then about the Word of God. It's living. It's alive. It's not just words on a page. It's not just philosophical thoughts or ideals. The Word of God is the Word of God. It comes from Him, and it is living and powerful. In what way is it powerful? Well, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. Oftentimes in Scripture, the Word of God is likened to a two-edged sword. We see that in the book of Revelation with the sword coming from the mouth of Jesus Christ and in other places, Ephesians chapter 6. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces. It has power to cut, to divide, to remove. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. We are told that it pierces even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. The Word of God gets into the places in our lives, in our spiritual lives, our ephemeral lives, soul and spirit, and into our physical lives. It gets into us in places that are so minute, so microscopic, that we can't even fathom them. The Word of God doesn't just lump off large pieces. The Word of God gets in like a scalpel like a meticulous instrument in our lives. It sees the smallest thing. It can do precise work in our lives. That tells us something about the will of God in connection with the Word of God. God isn't just happy with broad-stroke Christianity or just casual Christianity. God wants us to be diligent to hear His Word and to, in faith, obey His Word. The Word of God is living and powerful. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow. Notice what else it says. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It discerns not just our actions, not just our words, but our thoughts and our intentions. That's important for us because God doesn't judge us based on what comes out. God judges us based on what's within. We can put on a smile and be bitter on the inside. We can say kind words and be poisonous on the inside. God knows this. His word discerns this in our lives. We're told further in verse 13, and there is no creature hidden from his sight. God is creator of all, and he is judge of all. Whether people want to be judged by God or acknowledge God as their judge, he's still the judge of all. And no one, no creature is hidden from God's word, from God's will, his judgment. There's no creature hidden from his sight. But rather, all things are naked and open. They're exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Why do we need to seek diligently to enter into God's rest? Well, because we're exposed. His word has gone forth. It's doing its work in the world. And we must give an account to God based on what he has commanded and proclaimed. No one is hidden. No one is exempt. And we are all laid bare before him. We need to understand this and therefore be diligent. The Israelites, as referred to earlier in this book, this chapter— They were not diligent. They were carnal. They complained. They murmured. When they were challenged to go forward and by faith enter into the promised land, they balked. They refused. They saw the dangers, the limitations in the promised land as greater than God himself. God calls us to trust him by faith. God calls us to believe in him. And in doing so, to obey him. That's what faith is. Whether we like to admit it or not, faith is not simply believing. Faith results in doing. The old hymn that says, trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. What's not just be happy in Jesus, to be right with Jesus, to be okay with Jesus, requires us to be made into a new creation Through redemption, through faith in Jesus Christ, to be saved and forgiven, and then to live out that new life we receive with our eyes opened, being enlightened, live out that life in humble pursuit of submissive obedience. We will give an account one day. We need to prepare for that. We need to enter into that perfect rest with God through trusting Him and obeying Him. And I encourage you to consider these words. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. Uh, I pray, Father, that you would help us to understand, to see the importance of these words, what you are commanding us to do. Help us, Father, to understand the urgency of hearing you, of understanding you, and then trusting in you. Guide us as we go forward this day to walk by faith with our heart and mind intent on serving you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, he will draw near to us.